welcome to our podcast, Winging It with Painter and Rico. Tonight's guest is uh, an old friend of ours, Ricky Chandler. Welcome, Rick. Thank you. How are you guys? Very well, thank you. Yeah, good, Rick. Yeah. It's been a while, eh? Cool, not half, mate. Not half. Good. I think the last time, a couple of years ago, at Poulton, last time I... Yeah, maybe more. Cool, maybe at the funeral, though. Ray Mogg's funeral. Ray Mogg's funeral. Yeah. Well, I see him last week, actually, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and the week before that. <laughs> <laughs> well, before, before we started, I just wanted to say that I listened to um, your podcast with Dave Mogg today. And uh, I can't compete. <laughs> he has an encyclopedic knowledge of football and dates and scores. So please don't expect the same as me. Well, we were, we were a bit surprised when yeah. he was talking about when you hit the crossbar for England school. Boys. Yeah, <laughs> he, made, he made all that up. <laughs> and, the, and the other thing I need to put straight, because I know it's going to come up, right? I did not ignore Dave Payne <laughs> when I was on the Bristol City first team bus. And he was queuing up to buy tickets, right? In my defence, in my defence, we had blackout windows which stopped us seeing all the abuse we were getting at the time, okay? So it's been, it's been hanging with me for years. So I'm going to put a record straight that. out. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. So I'm going to put a record straight out. I did not ignore him. Okay. So. All right. So let's, let's, let's go back to your early days, schoolboy days. You know, we mentioned the England thing, but before then... Well, I've got to be honest, I met Rick at yeah. Bristol Boys under 11s. Under 11s, right. We played in the same well, Bristol Boys team. I was tiny, tiny school was, going into Hengrove. He was at Tiny, and I was at St. Pius, and mm. I was about four foot three, and Rick was 6'10. <laughs> Along with Russell Bacon. <laughs> Along with Russell, Russell Bacon, Bacon, they were the monsters up front. Well, um, size meant a lot in those did, days yeah. when, you're that, when you're that age, you know? Um, but you were a good, good goal scorer as well, then, when you've been your schoolboy years. Yeah, what? Listen, I was, I was kicking the ball from two, three years old. Yeah. That's always in my mind. It was, I didn't want to do anything else. I never thought about anything else. Yeah. And I think in those days, I mean, listen, we, we, we've all benefited from you know, having great parents around us. And in those days, I think parents meant an awful lot more to your football and your, and your development then than perhaps they do now. I'm only, I'm only guessing. Yeah, but yeah. but I, I think they meant a lot. And there's a lot of fetching and carrying. There was a lot of trips. There was an awful lot of support we got then, which enabled you to make those games and, 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 be, and, and be consistent. You know? I mean, fair play to you. Your, your dad's head, God bless mm. his soul, what a bloke. Mm. And I remember him taking me in the car and picking mm. us up and taking us places because yeah, I remember dad never had a car. And he'd done that for a lot of kids, didn't he? Around, he did, yeah. that area. And he loved it. Yeah, yeah loved and, it. and lovely, lovely man. So, did your dad play much? He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he played, I want to say, eight or 900 games as a, as a left-back. Right. Without being booked once. <laughs> unlike, once. His, unlike his son. Unlike, very, very <laughs> unlikely. Very unlikely. Never got booked. Is that as, right? a, as a defender. And he played, wow. I think I think the, the peak was, was Weston when he played at Weston for many years. Yeah. And Gentleman Ted, that's what he's known as. And, and, and if he got fouled, he used to apologise to the <laughs> to the other guy for, for him being fouled. And when I went to Weston, up until I went to Weston, I was Ricky. And my dad was, my dad was my dad. But when I got down there, I was his son, because he was the main man. Right. It's nice. Oh, you're Ted's son. Oh, right. You know. Whereas before, he was always my dad. Oh yeah. You know when I was, and, and that meant a lot. And there's photographs Special of him, which lad. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, he didn't brag about anything. He didn't, really, he didn't, did he? He didn't, he didn't brag about anything. And I used to go down there when I was this high. I could just about remember, you know, early stages of watching the games. And, and when I went there, he was, he was. 
there's people coming up and saying, I remember him, you know? Mm. And, and you think, wow, it was in his blood. God, that's a lot of you games know? as well to play, isn't it? it without getting booked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, crazy. You know? Yeah, fantastic. Lovely, lovely, lovely man. I think, I I said, we've all benefited from that, but I think in those days, if you had someone fetching and carrying you, it was much easier to get to those games, you know, the the, the Avon games, the Bristol Boys games, because it was was a commitment. There was a lot of travelling as well, wasn't there, in schoolboy football? There was a lot of travelling. There was a lot of travelling. You played your school football where you went to school I, you know I get that but yeah. there were some away games especially Bristol boys in the Wells and you know all over the place and you, you had to get transport and there was no there was no transport put on no. so okay. Bristol boys have always produced good teams was it a good yeah. team? well we had Moggy in, in there didn't we? Yeah, yeah Moggy was with us and Russell Bacon I think I think we were a good side yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of old names there Andy Emery Colin Williams a lot of people I haven't seen for a while mm. yeah but you, you come across them for like Bradley Jeff, Shortman Jeff, Jeff Meacham, Jeff Meacham. Bradley Shortman was a good player. Bradley I think Shortman he ended up on the City Grounds. He's a great player. Um, mm. Yeah, Craig Summerhill. Yeah, there's some yeah. some good. Uh, Jason Phillips, God bless his soul, he's a good centre half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then there was there was there was the schools football was a route into higher football in yeah. those days. Schools football, you could you could, you know, Cliff Morgan and Jock Ray used to come along and watch games, and he used to yeah. pick you up for the you know, oh, we've got City Scout coming along. Yeah, you don't, you don't you don't you don't hear of it now. And you used to go from schools football into your representative football, and then move on from there. I don't know. Maybe that system isn't there anymore. Um, I see that academies now. It's academies, around, yeah. It? yeah, yeah. It is because you're associated with a, with a club from a very early age. Yeah, but your Jock Rays and your obviously <coughs> for yeah. City and your Roy Dollins for Bristol Rovers, mm. they were known. Mm. You know, now you've got. You know, the scouting departments in pro clubs are massive. Mm, you know, and, and who who fronts it up? You know, mm. but yeah, mm. it is it is what it is. Thank Let's move you. move on a little bit. So, what age did you go to see? Probably from the age of ten or eleven when I was okay. boys. So yeah. early, just training. Yeah, once or twice a week, used to go in and Keith Fear or. Tom Ritchie or whoever was around used to used to used to take his training once once or twice a week. Yeah. Used to go down there after school. Still playing for a club? Still playing for a club there, Aiden Rangers. Yeah. Still playing for Aiden Rangers and school. Um, and then training with City and then gradually, gradually, gradually then you get you get more entrenched. Well, it was my club, you know? Why 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 would I want to go and play anywhere else? No. I, you know? You see I Touching on another subject, I think that's that's fantastic, mm. and I think that's the way it should be now. Up until sort of ten, eleven, I don't think the pro clubs should yeah. should no, I don't get, get them in gradually. They do it in Holland and, yeah. and Belgium and that. They they don't take them out of their club environments, mm. so the kids can still grow up with their mates. Yeah, well, I, was, I was playing for I was, <laughs> playing for I was playing for City Reserves in the Combination League when I was at Hengrove School, and the only way they would let me off to play the games. If it was midweek, was it if I played for the for the school team every game? So yeah. I was playing on a Saturday morning for the school, and then go and playing in Ashton Gate for the reserves <laughs> in the afternoon. Yeah. 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 So, so you went an apprentice then, Rick? Did you at sixteen? Uh, uh, yeah, I signed. Yeah, I was apprentice at sixteen. Signed pro at seventeen, but I only did six weeks because I was at school until I did six weeks apprenticeship, and then I signed pro when I was seventeen. Cool. Okay. Um, but I'd signed my contract when I was fifteen. Right, and they put it in the safe. <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying that, but they did. Yeah, and they said, they said, look, um, you sign it. We're not going to date it. So they they left it in the safe for. So my last, unfortunately, my last eighteen months of school went out the window. So I'd who, made it. 
who 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 signed you? Alan Dixon and uh, Ken Wimsor. Right. Right. Come to me, mum and dad's house. Yeah. And I said, here's here's your contract. I was like, three years. I made it three years. It was a lifetime then. Yeah. I didn't want to do anything else. That's so a dream. It's like my, you're my, in club. Yeah. You know, your, all your exams went out the window. You didn't want to play for Rovers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm South Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know North over. Bristol at all. So who was there, Rick? Would you like sign in apprenticeships? Brad Shortman. Brad Shortman. Um, Moggy. Dave Mogg. Uh, Ian White. Ian White. Ian White. Hmm. Who, 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 who else is there? Johnny Kanomi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not here. With, not with us anymore. Yeah. Kevin Badley. Yeah, Badley. Yeah. Russ Musker. Russell Musker, Alan Nichols. Right. So we had a we had a nice group of people. Paul Stevens had just signed pro as we as we were joining. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We went on to play quite a lot of games. But we had a good group of kids there, you know. Mm. Um, and it was a shame, and we'll probably come on to it a bit, when we all got thrown in at the same time. Because if they could have if that club could have fed us in over a few years with some of the more seasoned pros there, we'd have all done an awful lot better than we did, I think. Is that the, when the Ashton Gate eight, eight, yeah. and that's when you were thrown yeah. in? Yeah, 82. Oh, massive. We were, we were yeah. Massive part of and, and I didn't know how big a deal that was, and none of us did, we were, we were kids. But we, we were sat in the Dragonora Hotel with the, with the eight, and we were all out of jobs if they didn't. So it's not true that you, you were the only one that your contract was retained? At the time, me, yeah, no, no, okay, no. more, more in duffing folks. Well, no, that's it's got right. <laughs> no, no, listen, I can't, I can't speak for everyone else. No, no. My, 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 my contract was was okay, and then we we we, we fielded. I think that was the back end of the of the week. We then fielded a team of. And you imagine now a Premier League team, right? Just say Liverpool, for instance. Now having eight of those first team players yeah. not available for the weekend, and you've got to find replacements. Yeah. So on you go. Eight kids. Yes. 18 years old. 17, 18 years old. Thrown in at the deep end. And what league was that in, Ray? That was in the... the uh, well, that was the second division because they so, just got relegated. So that would be the championship now? Championship now. God, blimey. So we, we spent then, well, three seasons getting, getting, getting murdered, left, right and centre, week in, week out. Fantastic, fantastic thing to do, play football. It was a tough environment. And what were the supporters like then? But on your initially, initially you? really good. Yeah. Initially, really good because it was like they were, we were called Ashton Babes or something. Well, they were calling us, you know. And and the, the whole club and the supporters were behind you. But then, as you know, it's, it's results, isn't it? So then the club can't afford then to buy uh, you know, other players in. So we made the best of it. We we, we we did what we could. And I still think then we had such a good crop of young kids that were all the same age. Had we not all been put in at the same time. It would have been a different scenario for us. Because we had Peter Aiken in, didn't we? And he was talking yeah, at the other yeah, end of the scale yeah. about he had a mortgage, he did, married, yeah. Yeah. and he had to chuck all that away yeah. with no security. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so it was a big but, thing. But what they did saved all of us in yeah. terms of, you know, we, we don't have any experience. I mean, when I left the city, I was the second longest serving player. I think I was 22. Or 23. It was, it, was, it was bonkers. Yeah. You know? And Tom Ritchie came back and played, didn't he? Hmm? Did yeah. Tom Ritchie come back? Yeah, and, and then played for next to nothing, mm. sort of thing. Yeah, he did. 
you didn't tell. And, 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 and would you? Would that happen today? He's just had his seventh yeah. birthday. Oh, yes, yeah, seventh birthday. Yeah. Would, 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 would that happen today? Very much doubt No, it's probably stressful. We all getting chucked in at the same time and stuff. But you must have had some good memories, some good fun. That's, that's awesome. You know, you just mentioned a few of the names there. I mean, but why? Why? You know, as a kid growing up. The, the, you know, the majority of the population in the UK or the world would want to kick a ball right for a living, and, like, and we did it. We all did it. You know, whether we were getting beat, you know, but we, we, but we had some great times. You know, we had we had. You know, it sounds a bit amateur now, up to what the clubs are like. But we we, we played West Ham away, in, in in some cup game, and our coach broke down, going through going through South London. It, it broke down, so we had to get taxis to the ground. This is no word of a lie. We got taxis to the ground with a kit man. <laughs> and the coach driver had to be named a sub. was running the side down. He said, "Guys, when the refer- when the linesman comes in, the check studs keep moving around so we can't count them." <laughs> that is the truth. And our, and, our, and our coach driver, he had to take on a you know a, a name of a player that was signed on and sat on the bench with Ken. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was crazy. I, I remember one of my favourite stories you, I've heard you tell, you and Moggy, is about the time you drove to the city ground for training mm. and uh, they got back in the car after and they couldn't get it in gear. Mm. They couldn't get reversed. Is it yours or Moggy? It's in the days, right? <laughs> now you imagine Kevin Mabber at his prime oh, yeah. in his red TR7 yeah. with Kevin Mabber all down the side. In those days, sponsored cars are just were just the thing yeah. and there was a lot of the first division players that had got sponsorships when they were still in the first division and we obviously signed when they were in the first division and we were young kids there you know apprentices and young pros and um, I think I got a Chevette or a <laughs> or an Escort or something like that from my first car and me and Dave came out Sorry of training for the younger viewers yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and me and Dave came out of training and my car was parked next to Kevin Mabbott's <laughs> and we get in it and it wouldn't it wouldn't go forward right so I got Dave in the back seat looking out the back window and I reversed all the way home <laughs> All the way home because I didn't have the bottle to leave the car all the way home. And Dave will tell you that is true. You're looking at the back window, left, right, watch it. That's brilliant. You imagine doing that now. You imagine, that imagine doing that now. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. 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 That was that was that was true. But talking talking about the Ashton Gate eight and mm. and your your timing, um, the fans were extremely loyal, weren't they, at the time? Massive. You know, they, I know crowds dropped off mm. drastically, but you know they had sort of a bit like Rovers, that yeah. four and a half thousand, five thousand. Yeah. They were were loyal. They were. You know, I I looked back <coughs> in uh, uh, um, some social media. I didn't even realise there was social media back mm. back then, mm. but 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 there was forums Massive. where people would talk, and and the loyalty towards mm. that that group of players and the Ashton Gate Eight. Yeah, um, huge. Yeah, but it's, it, but it's the one constant in football clubs, isn't it? Yeah, the fans. Yeah, everything else changes. Yeah. Stadiums, yeah. managers, chairmen, owners. You're not the really allowed don't. to change, are you, team? But the fans, yeah. the fans yeah. don't, and they generally go through thick and thin. And listen, I was probably there in the thin days, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. And I am, I'm on the list of taking them from the from the second to the fourth in three seasons. You know. Yeah, yeah, but that was circumstances. Not, yeah, you know? Circumstances, isn't it? That, that was the that was the time we were there. It wasn't it wasn't the best time for, for, for but but the club survived. Yeah, and they formed a new a new club and a new new chairman and everything else. And but it was it was those guys that enabled us to carry on. 
I don't want to mention your stats just in case I get them wrong, but I will. Mm. 50, 57 games, mm. yeah. Yeah. Four sub appearances and yeah. 13 goals. Yeah, that's not bad, that's is it? Decent. That's good, it's right? not bad. One in four ish. Yeah. But did you play up top all the time, or did no. you play wide right? Yes. I played, I played on right inside the midfield yeah. most of the time. And I had a little stint up front with Mick Harford when he was there. Oh, he, he was a good player to play with. Oh, what a player. He was, he was hard as nails. You wouldn't want to walk past him a in the lot corridor. Of, a lot of people have said oh, that, haven't he, they? He, he, had, he, had, he had every bone in his body would hurt you. Yeah. Even <laughs> if he brushed up against you, his eyelashes would hurt you. <laughs> he, 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 was, he was a proper, strong Geordie, but a very, very nice guy. Yeah. He was, he was, he was salt of the earth. Nice guy, mate. Everybody and, um, says properly. We met him on holiday, didn't we? Years we, later, we, we, we were away in Spain, yeah. weren't we? He doesn't forget anything. Uh, he doesn't forget people's names and you know things we got up to. And but he he was a great player to have on the pitch. But he was a great player to go out with as well. Jesus, no one picked on us when he was around. Literally nobody. I mean, he was he was a hard man, but a nice guy. Mm. Nice guy. What was one of your highlights down at the city ground? Or any standout? Well. <sighs> I, th- I think just the fact that we held we, we held our own yeah. as, as a load of kids. There's no standout games. There's no. How about no the time when you um, they advertised that City haven't scored a goal for a while? Yeah. They ever scored the next goal? Yeah. I mean, that's well, a great I t- story. I, 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 t- I tell you that that was that was the very first. TC game. was Gaffer now. Terry Cooper was Gaffer now. No. No. Still no. Alan Dex. No. no. Uh, Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson. Okay. Mm. So it went from Alan Dix to. Ken for a period of time caretaker then Roy Hodgson and Bobby Houghton mm, right. so Bob Houghton and Roy Hodgson and then Bob Houghton left Roy Hodgson stayed and then he left and then Terry Cooper came but you did play under Terry Cooper I did yeah yes. this is when I left right okay yeah, yeah. didn't see eye to eye no but, but goal at Hillsborough League Cup I love it to get everything right. Anyway, so, anyway. Okay, so, 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 let's go back to the. Let's go back to the. Yeah. So when, when, when we when we when we first when when the club almost went when the first when, when, when the eight left and we got in the side we played Fulham at home that was our very first game and he drew nil nil. Unbeknown to us, some uh, holiday company had put up if the first player for City to score wins a holiday and we drew nil nil. So we'd forgotten about it. So then we went away midweek and we went to Plymouth. I think we either won 2 1 or we won, or we, anyway, I'd scored a goal. And we came in the dressing room and we said, Oh, you were the first player to score for City. And he said, Here's a holiday. Thank you very much. Lovely. And you're like 18 years old and you, you get this holiday presented to you and went away for, I can't remember where it was now. Well, Gary, wasn't it? It was It was, it was uh, you know, a, a two weeks holiday. in Bulgaria. Unfortunately, he was on a plane full of City fans. <laughs> <laughs> I spent two weeks chanting city songs on the seafront <laughs> in Bulgaria. Yeah. 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 No, 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 I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and that was, that, we had experiences every single week. It, there was, there was, there was, there was maybe the standout game when we played Aston Villa in the, in the FA Cup when um, Gary Shaw, Peter Wiz, oh, wow, they were all in, in the side then. And I'd the previous game was 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 Roy Hodgson's first win as a manager and we'd gone to Peterborough a midweek game it would postpone from the previous week because of the weather and we knew that the, the cup draw on a Saturday we had Aston Villa at home well, big, big team and first division well, team well they won the Blooming Champions League didn't they you know, a, lot, a lot of stars in that team yeah. and, and um, we'd gone away I'd scored 
We won one nil. Happy days. I got dropped on a Saturday. <laughs> that was a Tuesday. And and Roy Hodgson said to me, he said, look, he said, he said, under a bit of pressure, he said, because it's Chris Garland's testimonial year, and this would be great to have him in the side. Oh, really? All right, okay. So, so, so I'm on the subs bench for Aston Villa at home, televised and everything else, you know. And they play Chris Garland because it's his testimonial year. <laughs> After 15 minutes, Chris Garland gets a hamstring strain, comes over to me, he said, You should have been playing anyway, go on, off, on you go. And he just faked it and came off. <laughs> but that's how it was then. So I've gone on, I got mad in the match, we lost 1 0. But you know, that was a great memory. Yeah, that's a good memory. In games like that, you know. And you know, Chris. Chris was a. He was such a lovely guy. You know, he was like he was. He was. He was a glamorous guy, wasn't he? You know. Yeah. When I when when Joe Royal came to the club and Chris Garland and I, I'd gone out for a meal in Clifton with Rachel and uh, when we were young, right? So I booked this nice restaurant and uh, he was in there with Joe Royal and he and Chris Garland sent over a bottle of wine to our table. That's a lovely touch, isn't it? Lovely. But on on the Monday, he went that white. You couldn't give me the money for it. I was just trying to, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was just trying to impress Joe. He asked for the money. It was such a lovely touch. Such a lovely touch. Yeah. He, he asked for the money on the Monday. <laughs> he did. He said I was just trying to impress Joe because he's like oh, new to the club. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. He, he, he was a lovely man, but he also I. This might have been mentioned previously, but mm. he also <coughs> took me front tooth, tooth out with an elbow in a Somerset Premier Cup Did game. He? Was that Chris Garland? Yeah, mm. against yeah, uh, the Somerset Professional Cup. So he, he would but don't you think a lot of players of that era could look after themselves? Yeah. I mean, we we were training. Believe it or not, our training ground was the Imperial Ground, believe it or not. Stockwood, the BS14 club, and the Imperial Ground. Yeah. And I can remember Russell Musker playing against Jerry Gow in, a, you know, a, a, a five-a-side, yeah. and Jerry Gow had gone straight down his shin, straight through him, straight over the top, yeah. put Russell out for weeks, and that was it, because Russell had nutmegged him or done something in the game that annoyed him, you know? But they could all look after themselves in those days, you know? There was, you know, you know, Jerry Sweeney, they were fit and they were strong and they were... yeah. It's not, it's not the same now. Uh, proper footballers, wouldn't they? And, and, and you were always wary of the pros. The, the, your pros were, you know, when you went there, you knew you were you were in a system. You knew where you were allowed to go, where not allowed to go, and you were how to speak to people. And you knew that those guys were, you know, if you caused any trouble, they'd have a, they'd have a pop of you without yeah. a shadow of doubt. And it takes you a little while to break into that. Yeah. You know, like a lot of clubs. The, the youth setups or the young young players are kept apart from the the, the senior pros nowadays, mm. which again doesn't yeah, help their development. I don't think it, it it doesn't integrate you at all. No, I mean when, when this is this is Joe Royal, and, and he was he was a legend before he came to City, obviously, and he scored six in his first game, and then or five or six in his first game, and. Um, he was in the change rooms and I, I was helping out at that stage. I'd only just turned 17, so I was still, because you, you, were, you, were, you were apprentice then until you were 18 then, you only signed pro, but I signed a year early. So I was still feeling a bit guilty about signing pro early and there was other people that were still doing their second year apprenticeship that were older than me. Yeah. You know? So I was helping out and sweeping the dressing rooms and Joe Royal came up to me and he said, he said, your name's Ricky, isn't it? I said, I said, yeah. He said, did you play up front? I said, yeah, yeah, I do. He said, well, my name's Joe Royal. I said, yeah, I know. And then he said, 
Well, I'm the nicest guy in the world, but if you want my place, I'll break your fucking legs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pros at that era, in yeah. that area. That's what they were like. Yeah. Mm. Nicest guy, yeah, nicest pie, but you knew where you stood. Mm. You had to fight your way in. Yeah. Or you have to get eight players to leave and then you, <laughs> and you're gifted. You know? I, I've got to mention him. You've, you've mentioned him a couple of times. Ken Winters, mm. God rest his soul. Mm. Yeah, lovely, lovely man. Uh, I got a lot to, to thank him yeah. for yeah. When, yeah. when I first yeah. started my coaching. Yeah. Um, I would say him and the Dave Burns, I were mm. two, two guys, two yeah. mentors that really looked or gave me a, a great insight into the coaching side. Mm. And, um, yeah, yeah, I spent a lot of time with Ken down the years. He's a lovely bloke, played golf and stuff. And he's tough. He's tough to work for. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he didn't suffer fools at all, did he? No, 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 none at all. None at all. And he, you know, he took no prisoners. I'm telling you. No. But I think you probably need it. Yeah. I think as a young kid, when you when, when you sign pro and you get given a three-year contract, you feel as though you made it until he starts giving you your scores. He used to, he used to rate you one to ten every every. I don't think I got above a four or ten. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, in the reserves or youth or anywhere. Yeah. And I, and I, I brought. I, I said to him, and it took a lot to, you know, just go and knock on someone's door in those days. You know, you, you knock on his door, and and I said, Ken, I, I haven't got above a four or five in the last couple of months. And he says, as I'm grading people on their ability, and you've got far more ability than you're showing. You know, and I just think, and you know, and, and and he used to used to you know talk to the apprentices, and no one stepped out of line when Ken was around. You know, but the flip side of him, the social side of him, was such a lovely guy. And obviously, Dave knows he was uh, my father-in-law for yeah. You know, for a while. Yeah, we spent a lot of time over the years with Ken. A lot of time, yeah. and very, very knowledgeable. And you know, I went, I went over to his house years and years and years ago, and it was Southampton centenary year, a hundred years of Southampton Football Club, and they had a um, a game where they invited all the ex-players down, and they printed a program. They asked all the fans to to vote for the best player that they could think of in a hundred years. And he was in the 11. Mm. Yeah. He was in the 11. Fantastic. It was Alan Ball and Shilton and Shannon and Terry Payne. And, and, he, and he left it open on the coffee table <laughs> as I walked over sat there. Oh, no, nothing, no. It's just, it's just, just something from the weekend. He, he knew everyone, Rick, as well, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, we were in Portugal, Holly, what, after the England World Cup in 86? Yeah. Yeah. Peter yeah. Beardsley by the pool. He's got to move, hasn't he? Yeah. Peter, you know, because he's a Geordie. Come over, yeah, have a chat and everything. Yeah. He knew everyone. But Ken was very knowledgeable about football and yeah. a very, very good player. Yeah. I used to love him because he coached in Egypt, didn't he? Yeah. And he I used to love the stories he used to tell me about that, you know. Mm. And, and technically, he said that, you know, they were good players. Mm. But attitude and application towards the game, completely different yeah. to mm. his mentality. Sort yeah. Of but yeah. yeah, right, we need to move on. Okay, so City... Mm-hmm. You come to the mighty Trumpton, Twerton Park, Bath City. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Mick Hartford had gone to Birmingham under, I think of the guy, isn't it? Saun- Ron, Ron Saunders. Saunders. Yeah. Ron Saunders. And then when, when I, I went into, I, I was getting dropped by, by Terry Cooper. I was, he was playing me in the away games, he was playing himself in the home games. 
I got fed up with it and, and I and I kind of challenged it <laughs> and they said alright we'll pay your contract up then you can go <laughs> Probably wasn't my best day. <laughs> Aston Gate Nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, that was tough to hear, to be fair, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave. But you know, when I said to you, you think, well, let's get on. Then so, so then Mick Harford phoned me. So he, he says, "Is it true you leave?" And I said, "Say, but yeah, come up." So I spent a couple of weeks up at Birmingham, staying okay. at Mick's, okay. staying at Mick's house, and. And then I got called into Ron Saunders' office after I played a couple of games up there. And he said, uh, he said I've got to be honest, he said, I think you're a little bit short. A little bit short of pace, a little bit short of this. I was like, oh, okay, fine, well, I'll take it from you. And, and then, you know, Frank Worthing was there so at the time. So all I can remember in the dressing room was his cowboy boots in, in the dressing room. You know, they're, they're, you're amongst legends, you know. So I left there and came back, and I'm driving back down, and um, I said, I'm going to go out and see Bobby Jones. So when I seen Bobby, because he was phoning me at that yeah. point, and then signed for Bath, yeah. And that was a great, great experience. You know that. You know what went on. You you know the team we had. You know the what we could have and should have won yeah. in that season. But we said most weeks, didn't we? We had people it's, in it's, 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 the time, the the, the characters we had. The, the, we could have had a good football team. Mates on the pitch, mates off the pitch. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, that's you know the greatest memories we've got probably. You think about you know you know people like Paul Randall and Graham Withy and Graham know, Day. Graham Day. Is what, a, what a character, you yeah. know. And and you know some of the, I think it was one season where we could have won that league. We could have we've been at the top of that league and, and for some reason the games were backing up yeah. weren't they mm. and, and, and we, we played too many games too quickly Yeah. and if they'd have extended the season or, or whatever the situation was I can't remember um, we'd have been okay well they, 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 great there's two occasions where, where we, we finished fourth mm. uh, one year and then if it had been just two points for a, a win um, we'd have won the league yeah and, got, yeah. and then gone into the vote to see if you went into the football. Exactly. So close. We were very, very close. Yeah. Can you remember um, the time when we threatened to go on strike before the game? <laughs> that was it. I was Jeff Sherwood. <laughs> Jeff Sherwood. <laughs> you got in his briefcase. When he, he walked to the dressing room with his briefcase before the game, he started handing out bits of paper that he typed up. And we this. He went, um, and Bobby Jones came. He said, Bob, we're not playing tonight. He said, what do you mean playing? There's other crowds out there. You have to play. No, 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 we're not playing. So we got a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and we all, we all went on strike before the game. <laughs> 20 you minutes. <laughs> unbelievable. As we were getting changed. Yeah, it was. We were getting changed on strike. Quality. <laughs> uh, Quality. He didn't like a route yesterday. Well, oh, <laughs> you know, him in Palmsy, yourself in the back four. Goodness me, there was no one going. Moggy in goal. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, no one was going past us. Yeah, we were hard to beat. Very, very hard to beat. But and we had a reputation. Pete Hayes, what a good footballer. Yeah. He was there for a while. Keith Brain? Yeah, Brainy. Yeah. But we had a we had a bit of a reputation for looking after ourselves. We had a reputation where yeah. people could put their foot in you were one of them, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there weren't many that tackled as high as you. Mickey Tanner did. That's <laughs> an he watched you. But do you know I, I think a lot of that is because I was so frightened of getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I did have a reputation. I did. I used to lose my head a little bit, but it was frustration more than anything else with me. I think I, I used to get wound up with referees <laughs> and, and 
Yeah, and, and you know, you can't do it these days. I can remember one person who did wind you up when we played him was Jerry Gow, wasn't it? The Yeovil, Bath and Yeovil. And he rang Rick up, got sent off in the first half. I think we were winning. That, well, that, that was a televised FA Cup game. We were 2 0 up. Mm. And Ian Botham was playing for. That's right, yeah, we're going to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. He scored, was yeah. Scored, scored. Rick was marking him. Yeah. <laughs> or not. He gave, no, he gave me the old hand gesture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, well, he, came, he came in the dressing room after, banged on the door, and was like, Yeah. But I was, I was, I got caught out by a pro again. I mean, stupidly. Yeah. Jerry Gow taunted me. I, I got involved in two tackles with him, and the second one, as soon as I went into the tackle, I knew what he was going to do. I knew he was going to jump out of it. I knew he was going to roll over. I knew the referee was going to... Put, I, 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 as soon as I did it, I knew it. And then he went... He patted me on the, on the shoulder. He went, that's experience for you, son. Did you I, know him I, down I, the city, Greg? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I knew him down And then I signed for Yeovil, and he signed me. Yeah. Unbelievable. Do what he done, I suppose. Do you know? But... You know, I wasn't I wasn't aware that I was just there to kick people because that wasn't that wasn't uh, what I was about. You, were, you know, you were, but I did have a reputation for losing my head a little bit. But I was I was a better player than kicking people. Yeah. to be fair, that wasn't. But yeah, he did. I went up, then I went and signed for yoga when he was there. He phoned he phoned up and said, "We're going to put an offer in for you." <laughs> Tom Ritchie was down there at the time. It was it was a decent club and complete, didn't it? He did. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We used to travel down, and Jeff Sherwood went down yeah. as well, didn't he? Yeah, he come down. We used to travel down for. Down a bit later. We used to go and train on a Tuesday night from Bristol, and then back up again, didn't yeah. we? And then yeah. back on a on a Thursday, Bristol maybe stay not. over. If depending on what time they were going yeah. away. Yeah. But yeah. I can. Um, I, I remember Jerry Gow phoned me, and he said, "We're willing to pay seven thousand for you. <laughs> seven thousand. And he said, "If you can get away for less." You can have the difference in cash. So, so I, so I. There was a tribunal or something. Yeah, it went to tribunal. I went to a tribunal, and I, and I, I said to to to, to, to um, Bobby Jones, I said, no, I said I'm not worth seven grand, Bob. Not a chance. And he went, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're worth every penny. I said, no, I'm going to a tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And I think I got, I, I got. In the end, I went. I, I got away for three thousand or four thousand or something like that. And I had three thousand in cash in my car. Went out and bought a house. <laughs> it, if my stats are, if my stats are right, and I yeah. wouldn't stake my yeah. life on them, yeah. 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 Um, they pay four thousand for you. There you go. And you pocket your free grand. There we go. Cool, that's there nice. Isn't it? So I, I had three thousand pounds in my Corsair or whatever I was driving. And you had to reverse in with it. Yeah, reverse it all, all the way down to Torquay in reverse. Yeah. That's a lot of money then, Rick, though, isn't it? Three grand. What's that, mid eighties? I guess it was. Yeah. Copy, I mean. I don't know, was it Bath two or three seasons? Maybe longer, was it longer than Bath? Three seasons, three seasons. 83 yeah. to 86. Yeah, so that's when yeah. you went, mid-80s. Yeah. Yeah. So then yeah. I went, and the only, I think one of the reasons, reasons I'd, I'd, I'd left Bath, because we, we'd moved to Torquay. That's right. We'd moved to Torquay, so, so it wasn't me wanting to do, but when, but when I moved to Torquay, it, yoga was a lot closer. So that was that was how it was, yeah. and I didn't really want to leave Bath. And I think I came back for a little while. You did after um, after Yeovil. Yeah, you come back to Bath, sort of eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Yeah. yeah, and then went yeah. to Yeovil. 
Uh, no. No, it's Gloucester. It's Gloucester, that's right. That's right. So, 166 games for Bath, 20 goals. It's not good enough. He's provider though, weren't you, Rick? I don't know. I didn't play it for him then, did no, I? No, you're on the right, wasn't it? Whipping the balls in. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I played 506 games for Bath and scored 20 goals. Did you? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> to a season. I bet they were special goals. <laughs> One every 25 games. They, they would have been no. match winning goals, wouldn't they? And I did look up Dave's stats, what he scored at Bath, mm. which is uh, Over 50 pretty there. boring. So you played 250 games. I yeah. more than that. Yeah. Do you? Well, not according to their stats. 300 and all he played. Do you? Yeah. Only because I had a book sent to me. Yeah. And 60 goals? Yeah, I know he scored over 50. Yeah. That's not bad for a winger, is it? No, no very listen, good. Your left very foot good. was legendary, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, come on, there wasn't many, there wasn't many better than that. No, seriously, no, there was, well, there wasn't, was there? No, not. I mean, I've seen, I've seen people fall over. You haven't even moved. <laughs> you know, just like, how do you make someone fall over in front of you without moving Can't the ball? So he, he, he could deliver a cross mm. with the Alan Walsh. You know, do a step uh, over yeah. and deliver a cross, yeah. and you knew he was going to do it, but you yeah. couldn't stop him. Can and stop he him. had, he had a similar exactly trick, exactly the same, where he could deliver, and um, you know, create. God, he scored a few as well. Used to get on the end of your crosses, didn't I? The headers, yeah, our yeah. <laughs> yeah. post, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah. it's good. So, Bath City, Torquay, Yeovil. It's Gary signed you at Yeovil. Did you? Yeah. And then um, he he then left, and we had Brian. Was it Brian, Brian Hall? Brian Hall. Brian Hall. And I'll tell you who played in the same side as me. John McGinley. Yeah. And, well, you'll know. Um, Alan Pardew. Yeah. 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 He went on a little bit, didn't he? My career peaked at 15. England <laughs> <laughs> scoreboards. Everyone yeah. else went on. Oh, yeah, a career, didn't yeah. he? Alan Pardew. Yeah. yeah. When I just got back to England scoreboards one day, I was clearing out the, 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 the loft and come across this box of old programmes. And I came across a, an England schoolboys programme against Wells. And number nine for them was I Rush. Was it? For Wells, yeah. Our careers went in two directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Ian, Ian Rush was the same age as me, played in the same school um, age group, so. Yeah. Mm. He did a bit. You must have played with some great players who right down the years, you know, in the England schoolboys. Well, I think, I think um, Mark Chamberlain. Yeah. He went on, I think he played all the way through, didn't he? Uh, Tommy Caton, who was a centre half at Man City, City, who sadly died on a training ground, didn't he? Um, who else was involved? Uh, Mark Reese, Danny Mills, Paul Walsh. No, he was. I think he was older. Or was I thought Moggy said he played alongside. No, I think that had been the England youth team. Oh, uh, was that schoolboy team? Was uh, well, Mark Chamberlain was probably. I mean, he's he's went all the way up through didn't well, he well that's his son isn't it Alex mm. Oxlade Chamberlain yeah. Yeah. yeah good genes I remember, I remember you know, one game at, 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 at the City when you're talking about names and people that you played with or played against and we played in Chris Carlin's testimonial game at Bristol City and it was a Chelsea 11 an old Chelsea 11 so you had Ron Harris and all those guys that were playing or just finished playing yeah. and George Best he guested for for Chelsea in the second oh, half. I think I watched that, really. So they knocked on our door at half time and said, "Oh, just to, just to let you know, you know, Mr. George Best is going to be guesting for the second half." 
So me and Russell Musk are saying, come on, we've just got to tackle him. We have got to take the ball. <laughs> That's all we wanted to do. So that, we just wanted to, we didn't mark him, just let him have the ball and see if we could tackle him. We couldn't get anywhere near him. Yeah. Even in, 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 that, in that, and I remember talking, going into the bar and asking for his autograph and he autographed a five pound note for me. I got so skint, I spent it. Oh, <laughs> I did. I spent it. Oh, that's a tragic, isn't it? Yeah, I did. Um, but, listen, the best, one of the best players ever. On the same pitch as him, not on the same team. Only a testimonial, but it's... It oh, was that's a great was, you know. Yeah, it was nice to be on the same pitch as someone like that. Yeah. 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 Good times at you? Uh, initially, they were good, I think. Initially, were good. There was a lot of turmoil, wasn't there? There yeah. was a lot, a lot of upheaval. There was, a, I think, it was a club that was in, you know, there was transition from, you know, the system that was there, and they were searching for the right manager. And I don't think Gary was the right manager. To be fair, I like the guy, but yeah, I mean, I can remember us training and him sat in the dugout because it was raining, you know, and things like that. It was, you know, and and, and then. You know what it was with like then. With, with his sheepskin coat on. <laughs> with his sheepskin coat on, yes. Yeah. It's cotton yeah. socks. Uh, they, they were okay. But you run through mean, a brick wall that in it. I can remember of being away and, you know, he's fucking thrown not a teapot or a cup of tea yeah. at me. He's thrown the fucking whole tray at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Perhaps you thought he was Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't think it was my fault. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. But... But he yeah, it was, it was, and you went through brick walls for him. If you had to, if I had to choose Bath City, Gloucester City, yeah. that, that that was that was my good memories of you know football in the, in those. Yes. Yeah. Because so because you know because when 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 you leave professional football, that's all you can think of. That's all you knew what to do. And when, and when you leave there, you think, what am I going to do now? But when 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 you manage to get employment and you have your part-time football money those are good days because mm. mm. you're making your way you're, 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 you're making way in life oh, and I could always notice a difference own. when I played with yeah. players that have been at professional clubs mm. definitely I mean you were I mean I used to mess about all the time but with you and I, I used to even get a car with Rick training yeah. but as soon as we got training you were serious weren't yeah. you I can yeah. remember messing about on the ball and you said shut up stop it we're serious we're taking a free kick we're practicing there yeah. like alright Rick <laughs> yeah. but, but that's, that's what you did yeah and I, 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 I can you see it now do it as a you, yeah. you did it as your job but for me it was a step up from like Somerset senior to play to that level yeah, you were yeah. coming the other way yeah. so it was difficult for me I thought you know this is it you know this is great you know you're with your mates playing football and you're getting a few bob you know but you're seeing it from a career going back to you know still you're, trying you'll, you'll, you'll see it in the likes of you know Peter Aitken and he was a, yeah. he was he was, there was no messing around with Pete he was, yeah. he was a he was a good pro wasn't he yeah. and he and he was great to have in a, in a side because he even in, in, you know before the game in the dressing room in training you knew that those players had been playing yeah. at a higher level because of the way they, 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 they managed themselves and you made the comment earlier that, that they don't drop down anymore they don't yeah. need no. to no they don't need to the money's so good they don't, they you don't know, need and, to and they don't need to um, I'm, I'm not sure whether the desire's still there anymore you know that that love of it. You know you love the game. You just mm. you've just been talking about it, the likes of Peter Aitken, and, and we we love the game. Yeah, we play, we play that. But you know they don't need to anymore. You know, and so, I mean, it's, it's, a, a, it's a different game, isn't it? It's, it's, it's you know, it, well the earning the, the earning potential um, in today's game is, it, is, is is off the scale, and and you, you become a 
a celebrity, you're a different person. You don't need to do anything. Was it three or four years in the Premier League, and you, you probably wouldn't have to life. work or yeah. do anything else the rest of your life. So, and, and good on them. I, I don't begrudge a single thing. It's it's it's. You Somebody's know, offering, you're going to take it, aren't you? Of course you are. Why would you Why would you say no? If if someone if someone's going to offer you three or four times what you're being paid now to go and play for them, would you? Of course you would. Hundred percent because it's still football. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bass City. Mm. And then you, and then sorry, Gloucester. City. Gloucester, yeah. Mm. Good times at Gloucester again. Great, we, great I times. was with Rick at Gloucester. We had some great times there, didn't Steve we? Steve Millard and Brian Godfrey. Oh. What a duo they were. Oh, proper. Absolutely brilliant people to work with. Brilliant people to work with. So full of character, and and they just their hearts on their sleeves. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Some of the tantrums, <laughs> some of the rows, and some of the oh my god! But it all came from it all came from the heart. He's another one though, Brian. Isn't he? you went for a brick wall for Brian. Oh, you would because he, he protect would. you. He's a bit like a bit than Alex Ferguson, wasn't mm. he? In our sort of level of football, He's, he was. He, he, but he'd uh, murder you in a change room, but, but he wouldn't say yeah. anything against you no, whenever he was in company with other people yeah. or any managers. Yeah. But again, it, it's it's that pedigree, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you he listened, but, but he had a way of listening to it. You know, you listen to what he was saying, and I can always remember that we were getting stick at one point. Season, we weren't scoring goals; we were, we were getting, we were drawing games, or we were getting nicked one nil, we're getting beaten, and the crowd was getting on our back for not scoring goals. And someone said something in the dressing room. We must have been one of the defenders. I said, Look, "Were you playing up front or playing wide again?" I played wide, a little bit up front. front yeah. I tell you, who was playing. Chris Townsend was playing. Yeah. Up front. Oh, yeah. It was a great goal scorer. Yeah. But for some reason, we were going through a dry patch, and I can remember Brian Godfrey in the dressing room saying. He said, putting the ball in the net is the hardest part about this game. He said, give me a sledgehammer, I'll knock a wall down. But you asked me to build it back up again, I wouldn't have a clue. He said, so you can, you can get away as a team defensively, but he said, then you have to create, you have to score goals. Yeah. And he said, and I always remember him saying that, and it shut all the back four up then. It was but we had three, some good score scorers out no. there, in all fairness. Like you yeah. said, Chris Townsend, Chris Townsend was Sean great. Penny. He, he, was, he? he was a great goal scorer. And Stixie. You've mentioned Stixie a lot, mm. don't we? But he used to score some goals, didn't he, Stixie? Mm. What a player he was. Yeah, a great, another great lad. And, and, a, and, a, and a character. I can remember going to... We went to Russia on tour, of all places. Oh, and yeah. we went to Spain. Like mentioned with Marcus. <laughs> yeah. We went to Spain on tour. When Bristol Rovers were on tour at the same time, it, it was like we were the pro club. <laughs> all the lads were like Gary Penrose. Like, they were all the little kids walking around. It was like we were the grown-ups. Like Mike Mal. Puss was there, yeah. you know what? Some great players. Well, I'm going to throw in another stat, and you can shoot me down again. Gloucester, 145 appearances, 18 is sub, and 17 goals. It's not too bad. No, it's all right. All right. We enjoyed that earlier, right? Love, love, I love. And, nice and to be honest, it was it was a very very friendly club. My mum and dad used to come every week. It was nice for them to come up and sit in the in the in the. In the it was a lovely ground. Yeah, they always come to Twerton as well. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They did miss your they, they did, yeah, To be, to be yeah. fair. But they were always they, 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 <laughs> to be fair. They were welcome. They were welcome wherever they went. But yeah, yeah. We, we we had a we had a good group of people there. We had some good success. It was a nice club to be at. Uh, it's a pleasure to drive up the motorway and back. And play yeah. Well, we won the lead that year, didn't we? And we, the chairman paid mm. to take us all on holiday to Spain. He did, it? yeah, he did. Can you remember what we had? Uh, we had a one. We were coming back on the coach from an away game. <laughs> Steve Miller had ears that stuck out, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you, has this been already spoken about before? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so we, we were. Uh, can you remember 32 Corn Street? 31. 31. 31. <laughs> Close. Anyway, that, that was the year after I went. <laughs> 
Palms with his boy there, mm, yeah. Sherwood with his boy yeah. there, and yeah. the, the, the likes of Phil Coles and mm. Jerry Garmston and all that. Yeah. And then you had, then you had Shaka yourself, mm. and you know there's lots of good pe- people down there. Derek Jones got involved That's as right. well. He later did, yeah. on. He did. Yeah. It was a great, it was a great setup. And I, w- I was, uh, what sticks in my mind was we went, we went through. Jordan started there. Yeah, 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 he did. Season after season after season of winning things, right? And they never got fed up of it. Yeah. And these kids were just, they, they, they were awesome. And, I, and we got to, I remember we got fined by the league because in one game we took our goalkeeper off and we played with <laughs> ten outfield players. <laughs> He's took, taking a piss took the goalkeeper man. off, right? We took the goalkeeper off. We were that good, and the and the and the, and the, the, the parents of the other team complained to the league, <laughs> and we got fined. But anyway, that was that was a stupid move. But our goalkeeper <laughs> Dan James, sorry Dan Leet, had a serious eye condition, and he was about to lose his sight, and he he was getting worse and worse week in week out. Really serious. I can't remember what it was now, but it was just, it was a serious illness. And we had a meeting, and we said, look, look, Dan's got his eye problem. And the player said, look, we want him to play in goal. So we played a season and a half with him not being able to see properly. And anything outside the box, he'd be standing like that and thudding against the crossbar. A bit like Moggy. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but, they want, but they wanted him to see it through. And fair play to them, you know? Yeah. They wanted him to see him, you know, you don't get a lot of kids out across, we're not going to have him in the goal. But they, we, we saw it through, and he saw it through, and his eyesight came back like that. Did it? That's amazing. Came back. The day before a major operation, it came back. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? And, it was, and, it, and it's, as far as I know, he's absolutely fine since, you know? Two of us. Did you have? Because your Joe obviously played. Well, Joe played. Connor Little played. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Russell Bacon's lad. Any of them played. go on right to turn professional? No. None of them. And a no. good side like no. that. No. It was good side. I remember no. watching. And, and I think, I think, I think. <laughs> listen, it's easy to say, but they're one step away from full-time training. Some of these lads are one step away from getting picked up by a club. And, and that training every day, instead of once or twice a week, makes a massive difference, doesn't it? And I speak for I speak for you know my lad Joe, and you know he's he's played for a lot of the local clubs around here, you know Porton and Yate and Mangotsfield, um, and they're one step away from full-time training and making that difference in strength and you know and having that. They've got they've, they've got ability. It just you just need someone to believe in you, someone to give you that chance, and off you go. Mm. Yeah, and, and you, you need a bit of luck. You do. You, do, you do. you need you need a bit of luck, and I think it's harder. It's obviously an awful lot harder than than it was back in my day. Because back in my day, if you if you played for Bristol City, you were a Bristolian or you're a Scottish, and if you played for Bristol Rovers, you're a Bristolian or you're a Welsh. Yeah. You know, because that's how it worked. Yeah. You know, and you got picked up through the school system. Now you, it's not like that anymore. No. You know, um, I don't understand. You, you understand more about the academies, but I, I think probably the academies are run for the sake of one or two players, and they've got to, they've got to keep it going because they know that the vast majority aren't gonna aren't gonna make it. Yeah, I, I think it's something that everybody knows, but nobody nobody gives you the stats or the figures yeah. to back yeah. it up to yeah. say to because say that. Um, yeah, so, I, I know it happens because and, and and you know don't forget they've got they've got you know they, they can they can take players from all around Europe now. In, our, in my day, it was it was it was local, yeah. <laughs> mainly. Yeah. That's what where, that's where you stayed and where you got notice. 
nearly coming to the end, Rick. Anything else you want to share with us? We've got to say about our Nelsy days, haven't we? After the serious oh, football, we had a Nelsy town, didn't we? And great again, time. Great time. We had, again, we're mid 30s then, probably. Mm-hmm. And we've gone down there and played with our, a lot of our mates, haven't we? And again, we started in like the third division, the lowest league, isn't it? And we got them up to the top league, but enjoying our football there. There was no real pressure on there, was there? Yeah, but you just enjoyed it. Was that, Dave, were you managing or were you playing? No, I was playing, 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 yeah, yeah. playing. We ended up taking Who's over. Who's Rob Gregory. Rob, Rob, Rob Gregory and Rex Baker. Yeah. Rex Baker. Rob Gregory was manager and centre forward when, yeah. when he could when he could stop his aggression. <laughs> Most angriest man he, in the world. He was Mr. Angry <laughs> on and off the pitch, but only around football. But yeah. And he's still there. I mean you should see what they've done with the ground yeah, now. Uh, Mr. Nelsy Town now. But Mr. we took Nelsy Town. We took players down like because I obviously at Irish Ball, we took all our mates down there, like Paul Emmons, Russell Crowe, mm. Dave Beer, Stuart. We got to the final. We got to the final yeah. of um, a cup, didn't we? Play. Cup, yeah, and we played Team Bath. Team Bath. Oh. Some characters in that. Cool. Like you just bridges. mentioned. Oh, the characters. Crew it was just fun. We, we, listen, yeah. I, think, I think we got promoted two or three seasons yeah. on, the, on the spin and loved every minute of it. Paul Hepp, would you say? Paul Hepp, yeah. Dane. But we... we Again, really, really good footballers. And what it was great then char- as well. Great yeah. characters. And it, it, it made it a pleasure to go down there because you knew the weekend was going to take off. And then you had your kids with you there as well, didn't you? And we all did, the yeah. kids played on the side of the pitch. Mm. Then we went down the pub, didn't we? It was that sort it was, of... It was, that yeah. was a brilliant time. Yeah, great times. And when I, when I first went there, I mean... Um, uh, Jeff Merrick. Jeff Merrick. With his, with his lad. Howard Pritchard was there. Chris Gordon's son played. Chris Gordon's son, yeah. And Mer- Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Merrick's Jeff, twins. Jeff's twins played. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's good times. That, that, was, um, that, was a ni- that was a nice way to finish. That was the last club I played for. So my boots were put under the patio then and buried forever. <laughs> and ne- ne- never to come out again. Thank God. <laughs> you know. But again, that was, it, was, it was a lovely way to finish. It kind of it was the right way. Yeah. Good club, Nelsie. Mm. I don't think so. I can't just shift through my notes now. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. You know, it's, it's, it's been it's been a while. We don't often sit around just talking about football. But um, no, we keep talking. Really enjoy talking it. about this reunion, and we will do it end of February. Mm. Um, and we're just gonna get. Should we go 32 Corner Street? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be in there. I'll be in there. Everyone else can meet me there. Uh, Ricky Chandler, it's been a pleasure, mate. Thank, Thank you. you very much indeed. Okay, yeah, nice to see you, mate. Thanks, guys. Take care.